Rockies 102.9. The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew exhilarates and quenches with its one-of-a-kind great taste. Mountain Dew, this is how we do. There it is. And now, huge women's soccer fan, Timmy! Tim Murray! Timmy! Hey! <laughs> I, I like uh, having a, a world championship. I don't care what the sport is. Agreed. Yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. I don't, you know, everyone's going to say, what does this mean for women's soccer moving forward? I don't know. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't this hurt. This does not hurt. Winning you know what's champion- good? Yeah. You know what's good? Winning championships. Yeah. It- like in the Olympics in 2020 or hell. In 2018, when we won curling gold, I was there. I was like, this is pretty sweet. Yeah. I don't know what it means for curling long term. It doesn't hurt. It's a bump. I don't think this does anything for women, female, girls, soccer in America. I think everything that was done for that was done by the first World Cup winning championship team. 91? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it started it. And so... Uh, that's what happened, and now we're winning more championships because of them. This so, is like feeding the go. beast at this point, right? Because we keep oh. winning. I would imagine it's little girls. Fourth, it's the fourth one. Yeah, little girls are still. Are, it's like, okay, here's more fuel into the fire. Another championship goes in there. And it was just dominance. 26 to 3 was the uh, margin. I, for the I was telling tournament. these guys earlier. I Never watched, trailed. I watched the whole thing, I watched the whole game yesterday. Because I thought, this is a championship. Yeah. I'm going to watch this. So I, I did. I'm not a soccer fan. I'm really Nor am not. I. I don't understand it very well. But I could tell by watching that game, that wasn't even close. Well, Just that's watching what... it, we were so much better than our opponent. Netherlands? Yeah. It was it was like, well, this isn't even going to be close. It's all down on their end. Well, my uh, my wife came downstairs, and, she, and it was at, I was right after. No, it was halftime. It was 0-0. Zero, zero. And um, I was pissed because I had a bet on the first half, but that's beside the point. Um, But we just kept peppering their goalie. Their goalie, I thought, for the Netherlands played really well, but whatever. We won. That could have been a 10 to nothing game if she wasn't so good. That could have been an absolute blowout. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, like anything, whether it, you know, in the Olympics or whatever it is, winning championships doesn't get get old. Kicking some ass. Sweet. And you know what? I think they should make more money. I well, absolutely believe they deserve to be paid more so than what here, they are. Here's the interesting thing because there's I, I I wanted to do some homework on this because it's so easy and they were chanting pay them more after the game or whatever. They deserve per the tax uh, filings by the United States Soccer Federation to make more money than the United States men. Now the tricky part is Darren Ravel tweeted something out about the share that each player earns for winning the World Cup. And I believe each woman will earn, I'll just use ballpark, about $250,000 for winning the World Cup. While France, who won the World Cup last year, each men, male on their team earned like $1.1 million. And you can't get into that argument because the men's World Cup brought in $6 billion. Okay. The Women's World Cup, I think, is expected to bring in $400 million. So okay, but still. It's just simple but- epi- economics for on the world stage. But if you bring it back inside to the United States, and by the way, the U.S. men lost some random tournament last night to Mexico, one nothing. The Gold Cup. Uh, the Gold Cup. Yeah. If you look at 
the audited financial statements by the U.S. Soccer Federation, the United States women did generate more money than the men from 2016 to 2018, and that's not including this year, which they'll generate a boatload of cash because of winning the World Cup. So the argument about the United States Soccer Federation is a valid one. The women should not make more than the men on the world stage because the men's World Cup brings in far more money than the women's World Cup. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But they should make more money. It doesn't matter. Than the United States men. I agree. They should make more money. It's just, it's ridiculous. Who pays them? I don't understand. The United States Soccer Federation. And they operate both teams. Yes. And there's no cap on this or anything like that, right? So, and this was an article written not that long ago. Um, it says about the lawsuits. So the, there are five, I believe five women on the United States women's team are suing the U.S. Soccer Federation. And the lawsuit states, if the men's and women's team won each of the 20 non-tournament games they were contractually required to play, women's team players would earn a maximum of $99,000, while the men's team would earn $263,000. The suit also states that from 2013 to 2016, women players earned $15,000 for making the national team, while the men earned $55,000 in 2014 and $68,750 in 2018. So, so what's the a, number they're looking for? What would I don't they, know. What would they be happy with? Do they want to double what they're making, which seems reasonable when you said they only made $400 million? I, well, I mean the 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 women's side. That's the estimate that I saw that the the World Cup for the women would would bring in about four hundred million dollars, and the men's World Cup brought in six billion. But yeah. remember, the United States men did not qualify for the twenty eighteen World Cup, so they didn't get a piece of that pie because they didn't play in it. Right. So that that's what really I think skewed the tables here is well the men didn't even qualify for the world cup in 2018 so this massive slice of money they didn't even get it because they weren't there but it's always a weak argument on my part when i say well yeah i think they should be paid more well what should they be paid i don't know but more well what are you basing it on right well championships well why don't we base it on dollars and you've got the dollar figures there and it seems like they could squeak out a few more bucks for the girls it well just, and doesn't and, it well, and we'll see what the revenue is. Or you could just say, why don't we just split apart and the men get paid what they are, you know, bring in and the women. Because the Soccer Federation sells broadcast and sponsorship rights for the men's and women's team together. And the executive producer for, via this article for the World Cup on Fox said, uh, right now, the shining star of U.S. soccer is the U.S. women's national team. These women's are these women are heroes, and I think that carries great value. And I don't know what the ratings will be. They're going to be huge for yesterday's game. Huge. I watched. I mean, I was walking. I don't watch soccer. Right. I, watched I don't the watch whole soccer. Thing. I went yeah. to a bar when I was on vacation on Tuesday, and the entire bar at three o'clock in the afternoon in a beach town was packed to watch the women play England in the semifinals. Mm. Well, I tell quick you what. As, quick aside, by the way. Oh, yeah. So you guys have been to bars for big sporting events, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And when you're at these bars and everybody there is watching one thing, what does that bar normally do? Puts it, it on every TV. It puts it on every TV, and yeah. it, it kills the music and plays the broadcast over the speakers. Yes. yes. Because that's what they, they play music during commercials in your better bars that have a jock. Right. You know, and they talk about drink specials and stuff like that. But, yeah, go ahead. So, once again, Beach Town, everybody in this bar, everybody is watching the soccer game. And our waitress comes over, and we're like, uh, could you guys put the game on the loudspeaker? She goes, oh, I'm sorry. We've been asked that a lot. Our manager said, uh, no, he wants to keep playing music. Moron, wow. everybody here is watching <laughs> the game. Yeah. That's the only reason you have this much business on a Tuesday at 3 on a sunny day um, at the beach. Our manager put this playlist together, and he really <laughs> likes it. And he really wants to hear it is what she should have said. So, And I think no. I want to say after no, the U.S. Sorry. scored their first goal, they immediately switched it to, like, born in the USA. I'm like, obviously you're paying attention to what's happening. No one wants to yeah. hear. We want to hear the broadcast. Wow. Talk about not being able to read the room. Exactly. Holy cow. Wow. That was I wonder how that bar is going to do. Nah, it'll be fine. It was packed. It, it was, was packed. It was packed, he said. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was. But for how long? Well, maybe you know, there's maybe there's other missing the boat like that. Maybe Matt, there's other managers. Really? It's it's location, location, location. They're right on the beach. Okay, their food sucks, but you know it's <laughs> you know the music. I don't sucks. see a bright future for them. This is like <laughs> two got, things you've you've been highly critical. You know, what we should do the three of us should pool our cash, buy something across the street, turn it into a better bar. Uh, and say uh, we will play. We're gonna give the you broadcast. Audio. Yeah, yeah. Audio. We're gonna have better wings. Mm-hmm. Now that's how America works, and right? Damn up, right. John Taffer comes by, and we get an episode of Bar Rescue out of it. <laughs> I don't even need him to come by. You can just yell at me. You you know how Taffer operates. <laughs> I was walking my dog yesterday morning, and uh, walked past uh, you know this. I don't know. Probably someone in her. Really nice woman, mid fifties maybe, and uh, she's like, she's talking to me for sex. She's like, "Oh, gotta go. We're tailgating." I'm like, "Tailgate? Tailgating for the soccer game?" Wait, she's where, like, "Yeah." Where were you? Were you at your house? In my neighborhood. Oh, they had like a little party Just outside in their in their backyard. Yeah, yeah 10 a.m. They had a little morning sure. tailgate for the women's soccer. Wow, that, those are fans. I was like, wow. Or just, just people looking for a reason to drink on a Sunday morning. I watched for another thing during that soccer game yesterday as well. I watched our team and I thought, okay, I keep hearing about how obnoxious and conceited and over the top they are. I watched that whole game and I, I, I thought, no, if I, you scored a goal, you celebrated, nothing unusual. Scored another goal, you celebrated, eh, nothing unusual. I didn't, I don't know what soccer etiquette is to tell you the truth, but what I saw there, I thought well, that seems like normal behavior for a team that's doing very well out on the there verge on the pitch of winning the yeah. biggest. Yeah tournament in uh in all of women's soccer yeah because remember when they won 13 to nothing and we said and we said hey world get better that's your <laughs> problem that's well there a, that there sounds is like a, that sounds there, like a you problem not a me problem there was an article saying that they were looking to expand the women's world cup i'm like well if you're gonna expand it teams that made it one loss to the united states by 13 goals so yeah you might want to <laughs> figure out what's going on that's fine but don't get upset when the best when the best and the baddest come through and uh start smoking you that second goal i forget her name 
Ravelle yeah. or something. Wisconsin, uh, she's a badger. That was Lavelle, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, that was. How badass was that goal? I'm, once again, not a soccer guy. That was a sick goal. She, like, deked two people and just fired that into the corner. This is awesome. A, this, Have you watched any of the uh, videos that they produced for that? The Wisconsin videos? No, the uh, the uh, 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 One Nation, One Team videos. They have a little video for you. Oh, the, uh, the Nike thing? Yeah, I think Volkswagen produced them, actually. Oh, did they? Yeah. Well, there was a uh, <laughs> an interesting tweet put out, and it wasn't negative. I just, no one understood what the hell they were trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So Bleacher Report Football tweeted this out immediately after the game. Hashtag One Nation, One Team, and that's the the slogan of this women's soccer team. So the bottom is all the, the women on the team. There they are. And then the remainder are just random people, random celebrities. So Kawhi we've got, is in there. You've got I uh, see Jay Z, LeBron, Kobe, uh, Brad Pitt's in there. Uh, well, the he's cast, a good-looking guy. The cast of Friends, Oprah, is, is in there. Uh, Taylor Brad, Swift, yep. Will Ferrell, Iron Man is in there. Yep. Tom Cruise is right next to Iron Man on one side, and Will Smith is just on the other side of him. And then the uh, what? What was the uh, female superhero this year? Captain Marvel or something yeah. like that? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, they uh, Steve Carell, Jean from- King in the top row with the uh, like pink or purple yeah, it looks sun- like it. Glasses yeah. on. Yeah. Who else is in there? Yeah. No, you don't get the message. Landon here? Donovan's in there. Sure. I think a Kardashian's in there. Sure. Will Ferrell's over in the left. Oprah. <laughs> What the hell? Ellen's in there? Uh, what the hell does this mean? <laughs> uh, one one big country, huh? Iron Man's a part of our country? Well, part yeah. of our imaginary country. Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. When I think America, I think Iron Man. Well, sure. Or Captain America. That seems sure. to be Superman the obvious or choice. Batman, yeah. yeah. Yeah, put Batman in. Well, I guess Christian Bale's not an American. Yeah. George Clooney was. True. Yeah. But come on. Christian Bale was the best. <laughs> Michael Keaton. Michael, Michael Keaton was good. Rank your Batman. Oh, you mean the movie ones or no, the TV one? In the there, actual, so. the actual guys you think would beat your ass. I think Everyone. number one, Christian Bale. Oh, I think, um, um, yeah, Christian Bale, absolutely. I, I think George yeah, Clooney would. Keaton, Kilmer, Clooney. Wasn't Affleck? Ben one? Affleck was Batman. Yeah, yeah that, that's terrible. I'm he was that. Batman and, in a way, Superman. He was Superman. Oh, he was in the Hollywood Batman. Land. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like Keaton. Him and Jack Nicholas. Yeah, that, the, was, uh, yeah. That, was the, that was the original. That was pretty good. Batman Two with the uh, Penguin with Danny DeVito, and uh, that was oh Pfeiffer was in that one. Yeah, yeah, that was Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. Christopher Walken was in that. Was he? Yeah. Walken was in. Batman Two. He wasn't. He, he wasn't a uh, superhero though, or he wasn't one of. He was a bad guy, but he wasn't he what? like the penguin or that. Yeah, he was part of that. Was Three it? was uh, was uh, was that Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face and Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Yeah, I didn't really care for Jim Carrey. I don't know why. And then that uh, was, that's when that Robin was showed as up. Batman, right? Yeah. And then we had Mister Freeze. That was Arnold. That was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I swear if Arnold didn't exist, we wouldn't have had Mr. Freeze. That's the only reason they did it. Well, we can get Arnold. He'll do it. <laughs> what, are you kidding? Yeah. He'll be Mr. Freeze. been some other German actor. The first Ooh, guy was Otto Preminger. Okay, if it's not if it's not Arnold, who is it? Who plays that part? Oh, they would have got like, uh, who's the guy I'm trying to think of? The guy with the big blonde hair. Uh, Rutger Hauer or something, oh, you know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they'd have found someone. You're right. Yeah. You know, that's all well and fine, but just before we got on, Tim, and I was all disorganized, you dropped a bomb on us, and I said, what? And I said, hold on, I, I got to read this. And we had to go on the air. Kate, what's her name from Kate? Uh, what? what uh, Kate John plus, and Kate. John, John and Kate plus eight. Now there's a Goslin. new show. This Goslin. is what yeah. This is what happens when you go on vacation, and you're right. like, what's on television? Kate plus, wait for it, date. That's the name of the show. Yeah. That's terrible. That's So all. now she's well, in the market just, for a husband? That's what we're doing. Divor- gonna make she's show been divorced for like well, 15 years, hasn't she? I don't know. No. It's been a long time. El Musso got right back on the train. She's uh, the from uh, TV. What's that sh- channel? Uh, the, the HG. HGTV. After Tarek pulled a gun on her. Well, he had a gun and he ran outside. I don't know that he pulled the gun on her. But there was there were Close guns. Enough. There were guns, guns involved. And there was running. Yeah. There was guns, there was anger and running. And it All made, combination yeah. divorce. It made the news. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and now she's got her own show because you can't stop seeing her promo for her interior design show that's coming wow, to HGTV. I haven't seen this. It's on every single break. It's like are you, well, if you're watching HGTV, which clearly you are. I do. I do. HGV, HGTV, I mean, you could get yourself caught up in, in five straight hours of House Hunters. You're like, yeah. ooh, which one, which one are they going to buy? Can, I think it's two. No, they're going to get three. Looking at nothing but uh, you know people looking for houses, people flipping houses. Bargain or, lake house yeah. shopping. That one's good. Yeah. I like that one. Log cabin living, yeah. Uh it's, her Wikipedia page says she's an American television personality. So that's, that's what she does. That that's is, right. That is her. That's correct. That's what Kate Goslin says. When did she trans yeah. and mother of eight into a television personality? The same thing about her nursing career because I think she was a nurse. She before was. A, the, she was a nurse. Yeah, before all the kids. Philadelphia became yeah. a registered nurse after completing a diploma program at the Reading Hospital and Medical Center in Reading. It's Reading, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Reading, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So she's got some her, skills. Uh, well, what what was the husband? John. John. Yeah. John, his brother was a soccer Division One soccer coach, and when when everything hit the fan, the whole divorce was happening, and they were in the tabloids every second. Apparently, he'd go to these soccer games, and his brother coached for a team uh, not too far from where I live, and he would just hide out in the press box and just watch his brother's soccer team. I bet he was excited about another World Cup championship yesterday. I'm sure he was. John seems like a – I always always liked John initially more. I was like, man, he just – he gets racked on all the time. You know, it doesn't seem like he was a very good dude either. I never watched the show. I just – I was not – they were not targeting me. I'd say they don't put good people on TV, but we just got done talking about Barnwood Builders. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what. So yesterday, after watching the uh, the U.S. women prove world dominance, 
That was on network television on Fox. So uh, whatever, turned off the TV, came back later the night, turned it on, and I got hooked to... You know what I love about the summer is there's just random game shows on. Oh, did you get hooked on that, Dak? Spin the wheel! Yeah. for twenty-three, yes. You can win $23 million on the Justin Timberlake Spin the Wheel show on it's Fox. Justin Timberlake show? He's the producer. Really? Yeah, that's his show. It was... Who's the it, host? Dak uh, Shepard. Dak Shepard, yeah. Kristen Bell's husband. Yeah. Right. Um, I'd say so, it was like so uh, here the, was the, the, the major idiot in Idiocracy, right? <laughs> I never saw it. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, and he was well. He made his fame from being on Punked. He was the main. He was the punker. <laughs> yeah, like Ashton Kutcher would come out and oh, you just got punked. But Dak Shepard was the guy, <laughs> right? That would pull the pranks. So you watched this last night? I did. I got yeah. hooked. And? and man, so it's it's kind of messed up. So you spin this wheel. You have to answer some questions, and eventually you're just spinning a wheel and hoping to make a lot of money. And they slowly insert different pieces into the wheel of, like, go, go back to zero. You have to spin it 16 times. 16. You can't. Yeah, you can't. The spinner can't say, I want out. I want to keep my million dollars. No, you can't do that. But after, I think, spin 12. I want to stop. You can. Spin again. But Spin again. After spin twelve, spin that wheel sixteen times. Dealer, <laughs> de- dealer, deal style, dealer, no deal style. They give them an offer, and then there's, I don't know who it is, but last night was the girl, the uh, the woman's daughter, like teenage daughter, and she can p- press a button and accept the offer, and people will never know until they reveal it at the end. So she keeps spinning. They offer. There's four offers up on the board. It was like thirty nine thousand, eighty four thousand was the second offer. Then one hundred and twenty one, and then two thirty three. And eventually, after the final spin, this woman just thought she won one point one million dollars. So they bring her daughter out of the booth, and she accepted the first offer of thirty nine thousand dollars. Wait, you <laughs> thought you had won one point one million? She thinks, and the whole time she's like, "Don't press it. Let's keep rolling." And the daughter's in there, and she's got to make the the decision. I'm like, "Damn, this is messed up." Wouldn't you Wouldn't you tell the daughter, "Be like, don't take any offer." Or once you hit a hundred thousand dollars, how do they choose this person? Does it have to be a family member, or could I be the guy in the booth when Brian? I think it is has spinning? to be part of your uh, entourage there. So, okay, so it's it's not necessarily a family member, but it's some. It's someone you brought. Okay. All right. How would you feel if you had just spun that wheel to 1.1 million, Brian? 1.1 million. You've spun it to 1.1, and I come out of the booth very sheepishly. Hi. (laughs) uh, For you to find out. I know right now Uh that if I ever get in the cash cab, I'm going for the video bonus at the end. Of course. Right. I mean, even if I lose it all, so what? Oh, yeah. Go big or go home. Ben Game Bailey's shows, still doing it. Yeah, you show up with nothing. If you leave with nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing lost. You're right. entertained for a while. Yeah. And what are you gonna do? No offense. Like forty grand, you lose half of that for taxes. Like twenty grand. Yeah. It's, you go on a nice vacation. Cool. Yeah. I assure you, if you stick me in that booth, you're gonna win. 
what you think you have on the board. I would have taken. I would never take out an offer. I'd go, no, no, no. Came with nothing. We'll leave with nothing. You That's, would have, no deal or no deal. No, no deal. deal. No deal. No, no. Let's go. All in. Yeah. I am. I am Jeopardy James. All in. That that poor girl comes out. She's crying. She's like, "You're my hero, and I love you." <laughs> and and that mom's probably thinking, "I just won a million dollars, and now you you, you ruined it. it." Yeah. And well, then she like the, uh, she hugged her, and she you know she's like, "We just won forty thousand dollars." What did the guy Back... get for his uh, ticket? The NBA guy. Oh yeah, who didn't sell it? He didn't sell the ticket. He cashed oh yeah, it in. Uh, St. Louis Blues guy. Yeah. He won. Uh, what was it? He put four hundred bucks on uh, three hundred to one, right? So he won. Um, I don't know. I don't do do math. Yeah, well. I don't remember the number, but he, he won a lot of money. He was offered. <laughs> he never hedged. It never. You and I would have sold it. We both said, "Hell that, yeah, yeah. I would have sold that." And they got up to half, and I got sold. Gone. I'll take it. Yeah. But yeah, he was... held on to it, and it worked out for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it worked out. It would have worked out for that family, but she took the first offer of thirty nine thousand bucks. Mm. Well, we, uh, and and they messed. They're like Dak Shepard, you know, classic game show. It wasn't him; it was his producers. They're like, she didn't take offer four, which is two hundred thirty-three. Like, <gasps> she didn't take offer two, <gasps> and she didn't take offer three. So now it's sitting there. It's thirty-nine thousand or one point one million. So the woman's probably like, we just won a million dollars. No way, my daughter would take the first option of thirty-nine thousand dollars. And she did. How old was her daughter? Twelve. Where thirty nine thousand seems like it's life changing. I think she was like I don't know. I'm not good with ages, but I would assume in the seventeen to eighteen range. Oh well, yeah. Well, you may as well. Yeah, that's why. Why wouldn't they put her husband in there? Because <laughs> he's like, not... bra- he's like, keep going for it, honey. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Get somebody up there who's lost money or something at some point in <laughs> yeah. life and, and come back from it. Hey, are you uh, filling your sports buckets? Tim, because we are coming into low tide later well, the, this week and so the good thing is i'm gonna have plenty of info for you guys i i'm not gonna be on the show tomorrow because i'm flying to lake tahoe correct and then i'm gonna be at the celebrity golf tournament wednesday thursday friday so every morning from tahoe we'll be talking and i'll have great stories okay. from uh right. from good. charles barkley at the bar the night before great or or you can invite him to be on the show we could do that. You could invite him in. Are um, you? By the way, are you guys uh, bummed or excited that Christian Yelich won't be participating tonight in the home run derby? I'm not bummed. I, I wouldn't call it excited either. It's like, well, I want him to play baseball for the Brewers. If he can't make it onto the national stage to do their little dog and pony show. Yeah, home run derby. That's where we said people go to lose their swing. If you want to end your season, just go to home run derby. But I don't think he has that kind of swing. You know what I mean? His yeah, is, his I mean is, they always tweak it a little bit. I mean, look, some players it doesn't affect them at all. There are, I mean, there are some players that it does mess them up a little bit. I look, I, I like the home run derby. I'll I'll watch it tonight, but. By no means, I you know there will be some idiots because that's what we have to do this week on sports radio. Well, this is you know, uh, home run derby doesn't have any of the big players, and I'm like, who cares, dude? Yeah, shut up. Yeah, like Bryce Hart. You know what? Here, here's the shining moment of the Washington Nationals 2018 season 
was Bryce Harper winning the home run derby. You don't want that to be your shining moments. <laughs> I agree. So I agree. And Christian Yelich has has bigger sights of you know another MVP going further in the playoffs. So him not hitting home runs in Cleveland tonight. Oh well. Let uh, wow. let Pete Alonzo from the Mets who place for the most dysfunctional organization oh <laughs> look up on on the 4th of july i don't think anyone was hurt so we can laugh about it the port st Lucie mets the that's the single a affiliate of the mets had their fireworks show mm-hmm. they lit the fight the forest behind them on fire oops <laughs> uh, was it has it been a dry year or it was just a not a good uh, firework technician, mm. one or the other. But yeah, the pictures of it, the entire trees in the you know left center field were just ablaze. I'm typing, like typing. Man. Or- Holy cow, Mets affiliate fireworks show goes very wrong. And then it says, again. They did it again? Yeah. Well, it says again. So this happened last year during the fireworks? I don't know. That is. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good. (laughs) Meet the Mets. Greet the Mets. Step right up. Yeah. Man. Holy, yeah, that is a fire. No, I everything You just, from top to bottom, the Mets organization is just uh, crushing it this year. And their manager still hasn't been fired. Still right? has are, not been fired. Are we waiting until the All-Star break for that, or is he just going to limp through the season? I, I feel like he's going to make it through the season. Okay. I mean, it's all died down. I mean, I don't, there's no hoopla about him yelling at that reporter anymore. Nah, it's eh. fine. Yeah, yeah, it's like everything. We kind of were like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. And then we that just, guy's got to be fired. What was that on. guy's name again that had to be fired? I don't Met, even remember. I've already forgotten yeah. his name. Mickey Calloway. Yeah. Remember He'll be you, fired because he sucks. Remember when you wanted to fire Mickey Calloway? Who's Mickey Calloway? Who? Who yeah, do I want right. to fire? A, a golf guy? <laughs> <laughs> he does sound like a golf guy, doesn't he? Calloway. Mickey know. Calloway. Uh, how about Wimbledon before we uh, wrap this thing up? Uh, Coco Goff? Yeah. I, did, I, I, did she's she, new uh, to me. I, again, this is like world tennis. Did she win today? Soccer. She's playing right now. She's, oh, Serena uh, won earlier. She's tied right now 2-2. All right. Uh, in the first I set. I love Wimbledon. I mean, love is a strong word. Uh, the number one seed lost to an American today. Allison Risk beat Ashley Barty uh, in three sets. So an American uh, moving on to the next round. About the only name I recognize in, in men's tennis anymore is Roger Federer. Well, you know Rafael Nadal, yeah. Novak Djokovic. Those are the three big guys. I know I've heard the names. Yeah, I know the names, but I, I don't really know anything about them. Like, got, like when Americans Yvonne Lendl playing was each playing right now, I knew I knew who Yvonne Lendl was with his uh, foreign legion cap on. You know, to keep uh, the sun off his neck. Remember Yvonne Lendl, tall, <sighs> kind of a good look on his face, but he won it a couple years in a row, I think. Your favorite, uh, your favorite tennis guy, should be the one who's about to uh, get going in like forty minutes. Another win for Milos. <laughs> <laughs> who is it, Milos? Milos Raonic yeah. from Canada. Yep. And he uh, and he embraces the uh, the Seinfeld drop. <laughs> another, another win for Milos. Another point for Milos. See the Look at the girl. baby Look over at the there, girl man. <laughs> you can't send back a Milos serve. 
Did you see Jerry Seinfeld's first pitch? No. It was gorgeous. I heard he did a couple innings during the Mets game over the weekend. Well, he did the first pitch. He was wearing Jacob deGrom's T-shirt jersey. He went on the mound, went sidearm, and right at the knees. Looked like it had some velocity to it as well. That's one of the best, aside from, like, J.J. Watt, athletes who have played baseball. That's one of the best true celebrity first pitches I can remember. You know, we see enough bad first pitches. Yeah. I'd like to see the best first pitches, look up too. Jerry, uh, look here's, up Jerry uh, Seinfeld. Extra uh, monitor. He's got a sport coat Comes on. Comes out, shakes a hand. Yeah, with the hat on. He does a little tip of the cap. He knows all the baseball stuff. Oh, he There's, loves yeah. the Mets, too. <laughs> yeah. Takes the coat off. All right, getting down to business. Spikes it. <laughs> He's giving you full Seinfeld here. Oh, that is hey, good enough. Yeah, gorgeous. <laughs> Look, how old is Jerry now? Sixty, 60 something, right? Yeah, he looks great. Sixty or sixty-one. Yeah. So it was what the thirtieth anniversary of Seinfeld last week, and he's sixty-five. Yeah, I oh, never man, he's saw in the booth with Keith Hernandez, who of course was on the show in the uh, I love Keith movie, Hernandez. Uh, yeah, um, episode, and I guess he and Hernandez had a good time together. Well, he and Keith Hernandez, they were best buds for that one episode. Right. Then he took it out. I can't help you move. I can't. <laughs> he took it, he took it. it that was out. Not, that was not Keith Hernandez. It wasn't? No, that was a different guy. That was uh, the guy at the hospital. Yeah. Oh, I thought uh, because was, Keith Hernandez and Elaine went on a, on a date. They went on a date. Right. Right. And Jerry said, I, we've only gone out like three times. I can't help you move. Yeah. And then George said, what are you going to do next? Pick him up from the airport? (laughs) Yeah. So Keith was just moving way too fast for Jerry. And then Elaine had to dump him when she found out he smoked. Oh. Remember? Yeah. Man. Oh, but there was a – I didn't see this. So Jerry went on Larry King to promote the B movie or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Larry, he's like, so was your show uh, canceled? Or? He's like, what? Oh yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. It's like three hundred million people yeah. watched the finale. <laughs> can you get Can you get a resume in here? He's like, it's very different. He was the only guy in America who didn't know how Seinfeld right. ended. <laughs> was your show canceled? Was it a pay dispute? <laughs> he no. got really. He's like, it, Jerry was pissed. Technically, it was a pay dispute because NBC was willing to pay them all a lot more. For another season or two, and they said, nope, we're done. Now, did they all say that or just Jerry? I think they all said that. Really? I think they collectively as a group said, uh, okay, we're going to cash in big here, and they did. Oh, sure. And They were the most um, popular television show. Yeah. I think they I think they, they were just done. They didn't want to just uh, turn out garbage, So, which they could have gotten a huge payday for it. We're going to, guaranteed. How do you know you're not already? Absolutely. <laughs> Take the money until it uh, dries up. Yeah, exactly. All right, Tim. You got a plane to catch. We'll talk to you on Tomorrow. Wednesday. From yep. Tahoe. I'll talk, yep. Bright. Right. I'll uh. I'll be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed from my hotel room. Well, Six a.m. Oh, local. Here. Oh wait, hold on a second. All right, you got a second? No, I got plenty okay. of seconds. Hold on a second. Gotta feed this down the line to you. All right. Go ahead, Brian. Television, Larry. Be oh, right. back up. Okay. Okay. The movie opens the Jewish guy in Brooklyn. Yes. Okay. 75 right million viewers. Last okay. episode. What? Don't take it so bad.
Well, that's a, the big difference between being canceled and being number one. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll be right back. Jeez. There you is a rather large play, difference play between the whole being canceled and out. Oh. Canceled the number one. All right, Tim. It's not like, right, it was just on. It was canceled. It was number one. I've canceled. We got to run. All right, guys. Talk, talk to you to Wednesday. You.